time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. And let me just say off the top that I agree with you about the Banshees. Great movie, what a right? Movie. What a movie. Uh, you want to see how good acting can be? There you go. And yeah. great story. Uh, nice slice of weirdness about yes. Ireland. The Civil War is going on in the background. You never see it, but there's a Civil War going on in the screen in front of you. And as a study of the contrariness of the Irish character, it would be hard to improve on that. And I say this, my mom was Irish on both sides of her family, so I can say that. Uh, you know what? Then you can say that, too. And, and that's the thing. I watch that movie, and I'm like, it's so slow, and it's so quiet, but I love a good, slow, quiet movie. Yeah. And I love that everybody got nominated from that movie yeah, for an acting I know. award. It's going to be tough voting on it, because there's a couple of acting performances that are going up against each other, and I don't know who I'd pick for that. I don't know uh, either. Gleason and Keogh, I, they're both amazing performances. So, yeah, it's... Uh, there you go. But, you know... Simi, I'm a big movie fan, as you know, and I haven't been in a movie theater for three years. Really? So Not even for things, Avatar? Not even yeah. that's going to lure you out of the house? Uh, you know, I, I no. Um, I, seriously, I don't know when I'll go back to a movie theater. It's, it's uh, you know, I sit around and wait for them to show up on my streaming service, and I look yes. at some of them, and I go, like, I want to see this uh, movie with Kate Blanchett playing the conductor. I think but you can rent that at home now. It's still 25 bucks, And, yeah, I used to spend that to go to a movie. So, you know, but I'm going, oh, I got this streaming service. I'll just wait till they drop the price on it. So there I am. I know. And, you know, I was at a family lunch on the weekend, and they were telling, oh, you have to go see Avatar. And all I could say was, but it's three hours long. I don't think I can sit at the it's movie theater for that long. Everything I've heard says it's stunning special I effects. Know. Not a great story. And, uh, you know, that's what I've... Anyway, okay. I shouldn't say that. I haven't seen it. So right. I'll probably see it if it shows up on my uh, giant screen TV. I, I'll watch it then. <laughs> I'm with you, though. I've had a, And I love movies. I've had a hard time going back to... I just... The, the motivation is like, oh, I don't know. Do I really want to go and do that? Haven't quite made it yet. But you know what? I will check out and, and have already checked out, I would say, quite a few of these Academy Award movies. How about you? Yeah, I've seen everything everywhere all at once. And it's very, very good yep. as well. And funny and again like modern and strange in its storytelling uh, those are the only two I've seen so I, I'm right. not really an expert on the rest of them Al Quiet on the Western Front actually is on Netflix you can watch that too oh, okay yeah oh. check that one out very uh, good let's talk about some politics here what are we on what day is this it's day 68 of the 100 days of action and uh, you know you there's two tracks going here one is the premier's making a lot of announcements and he has to and you know give him credit he is in action, but the other thing is the evidence piling up of just how hard it's going to be. Looking at a report from RBC that came out on Canada's housing market yesterday, and it's getting worse, and there's no place in Canada that is worse than British Columbia in terms of affordability, and no place worse than Vancouver. Owning a home has never been so unaffordable anywhere in Canada ever and probably in most places around the world. That's RBC on the Vancouver housing market. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't get worse than that. <laughs> How much money do you need to own a house? Uh, you need an income of $268,000 a year. Take a deep breath. $268,000 wow. a year. One income servicing the cost of buying the house 
96% of your income is going to go to paying for your house in Vancouver. That's crazy. Um, it's crazy. And, and by the way, I mean, people can read the report. It's on the RBC website. But, you know, what they do is they look at incomes, they look at median housing prices, and they look at, like, what it would take to qualify for, like, a mortgage to buy one. So that's where these numbers come from. The the number for Vancouver was bad enough at the end of 2021. It was it it was 200,000 a year. It's jumped 34 percent in a year. So yes, interest rates and all kinds of other factors. But the executive summary of this thing: housing prices and housing affordability are headed in the wrong direction after five years under the government that one got power, its number one promise was making housing more affordable. So that's how bad it is. That's the challenge ahead of the premier. He's the one who said he wants to be judged on being able to show people actual results they can see and touch and hear and feel. So on housing, headed in the opposite direction. Um, and, And yet they've said they want to expedite housing construction. Yeah, they do. And, you know, every time you talk to them about housing construction. So so five years ago, the NDP announced a social housing program, $7 billion to build 114,000 units of social housing over 10 years. So that'll take pressure off the whole system. Great goal. When you ask them how it's going, they say, "Mm, well, we've got 36,000 units built or in process. Well, only about 10% of the original target is actually built. The others are coming along slowly, but it takes so long to get approved and development started and now find the workforce to build it. Um, They're way, way short of that goal. And again, the housing plan is five years old, come next month. Yeah, that's uh, plenty of time then. So uh, once again, we'll talk about this, I guess, so yeah. BC Housing, we're still waiting for more on that too. <clears throat> yeah, BC Housing's looking for a new CEO. Uh, BC Housing, oh, the Premier said it. Um, only one application in five is being approved for social housing by BC Housing. This by a government that made it a number one priority, right? And he says, well, the money is, the problem is money. Okay, you're sitting on a $6 billion surplus. What are you going to do about it? I mean, it's true, and the New Democrats, God, they'll never stop telling you this. They inherited a lot of neglect from the previous B.C. Liberal government. That's true. That's also why the B.C. Liberals lost their legislative majority in 2017 and why they lost the general election badly in 2020. But at some point... You're accountable for how much progress you've made on the messes you've inherited and the short executive summary of this survey right at the end of last year is we're headed in the wrong direction on affordability in spite of five years of promises and action by the NDP government. And then there's health care. Well, healthcare too, and you know, we had a lot of announcements on healthcare last year. It's a, it was a big file, and the government was busy announcing this, that, and the other thing for solutions, whether it was the doctor's deal or a deal with the ambulance attendants or more money for training, uh, a work, uh, a long-term workforce strategy. All of that announcements 
I'm looking last night at the report from Richard Zussman on Global TV about the ER in Port Hardy. So they're going to be down to one doctor by July the 1st. The doctor there, the doctor there who talked to Zussman Richard last night, you know, he said, we need physician assistants in British Columbia. They have them elsewhere. They have them in Manitoba where he worked. The Canadian Armed Forces have them. We don't have them in British Columbia. He's so desperate for help because of the doctors that are retiring and leaving town. He says he'd pay for his own physician assistant. Like, again, you go, here's a stack of press releases, Minister. We've got them all. Here's all your plans. But you go to Port Hardy, Elkford's another one, uh, where the ER is closed again. And you go, you're heading in the opposite direction there as well. At what point do you turn it around? That is the question, too. And so the health care issue, we're going to be talking more about it later. We've got some of the rural mayors on yeah. to talk about this. Uh, and it's also the topic, of course, of what's going on with the federal government right now. Yeah. So we talked yesterday about these reports that have been in the national news media about a deal in the works on health care. Ten-year deal. Nearing completion, word out of Ontario, uh, word out of Ottawa, word out of Premier Doug Ford, word out of Premier Legault in Quebec is approaching a deal. My colleague Katie DeRosa asked uh, the Premier's office here, David Eby, uh, Adrian Dix yesterday for an interview, like where do things stand with British Columbia? They weren't available. (laughs) They're busy. Uh, They sent her a, a brief statement, which is in the paper today, that the Premier is off to Ottawa to meet the Prime Minister and hoping to make progress on it. Look, Simi, this story's been in the national media for over a week, and the B.C. government, so determined to control every aspect of the message, the Premier's not available, the Health Minister's not available, to talk, as I said, Simi, about a story that has been out there for 10 days. Yeah, okay. And meanwhile, you've got what? The Premier is going to be going to Ottawa. He is going to Ottawa. He's going to meet Prime Minister early next month, be their first business meeting. I mean, they were on the platform together in Chinatown on Sunday, so they, and they know what each other looks like and all that. I'm sure they <laughs> exchanged a few words. But this is a meeting. It's a business meeting. And you know, the, the BC has a long list of things it wants progress on. Housing, uh, health care, the deal, obviously, even though, as I said, the terms are out there already and they've been in the national media. Um, the The criminal code problem, this is a serious problem. The Liberals federally amended the criminal code, making it even harder to lock up repeat chronic offenders. And there's all kinds of problems right across the country with this. Every every provincial attorney general knows about it. So EB is going to continue pressuring Ottawa to amend the criminal code and slam the door on what is a huge yawning loophole that is Simi, it's costing people's lives, that yeah. one. You had a, we had a police officer in Ontario that was killed by somebody who was out, right? So, so uh, there's lots to talk about. Um, you know, I, I think that, that the looming health deal is a sign that the prime minister is focused on uh, the line that Canada isn't working. I don't think that's fair. There are some things that are working well, but I also think the government nationally has got to show progress on the issues that 
aren't working well, and obviously health care, public safety, housing are three of them. And as it happens, Simi, all three of those are David Eby's big priorities. All right, Ron, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.